0: Yo, 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 welcome back to the podium podcast
1: episode 65. Fresh off vacation, feel good to be back home, kinda. Yeah. Um,.
0: What a weekend I was in Atlanta for the weekend For my birthday weekend Salute to uh, Georgia and the city of Atlanta You guys were wonderful I loved this hospitality there Um, The food was good Went to a strip club Had some fun in the strip club You know Went to the strip club in the middle of the day Which is like, I guess in the south That's a common thing Cause it was packed. I'm like, damn, that, oh, all these niggas in here to see some ass, and the Mexicans that was walking around. Oh nah, but nah, they had some valid joints in there. They had some valid, but there's a lot of SpongeBob's in there. I'm like, you strip, you need to go to work. You need this ain't for you, sweetie. Your back is touching your legs. <laughs> Straight up. Yeah, but um, I had a great birthday. Thanks to everybody that um reached out to me. Whether it be social media, or DM, or text, or email, whatever you may have. Whatever you reach me at, I appreciate the love and the reach out. Um, had a good weekend. Overall, was a great weekend, man. It felt good to be out of New York just for the four days I was out out there. Um, be around some fresh air and some bugs. And some, uh, you know, good, fine women. Some fine women in Atlanta, boy. Atlanta. <laughs> I went to a party. Boy. I mean, like, y'all niggas do this shit every night? How are niggas in Atlanta so gay with all them fine-ass women? Straight up. I went to Lennox Mall Saturday. Oh, my God, bro. I, yo, you'd have thought you was in a fish tank, boy. These gay niggas is everywhere. Atlanta has changed. I used to live out there in 2005. I was 19, going on 20, and, 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 brah, bruh. <laughs> wow, it wasn't like that, bro. It was not. Firstly, Atlanta always looked different anyway. Look, I haven't been there in two years, and it just looked different. The city feel different, and, but i tell you this thing, when you're in Georgia, when you hit the hood, you know, <laughs> you feel it. The shit is, so that shit is crazy. You can feel the hood, like oh shit, nigga. Yeah, we in the hood. Bro. Is that is that Magic City? Yeah, yep. Me in the hood, bro. <laughs> oh shit. But um, I ate good. Shout out to the flying biscuit. Oh my god. I got to tell I have to text my mom's like, your mom, your grits is trash, bro. This just fell off, stupid. <laughs> Keep your grits forever. Don't nobody want them uncreamy grits." You ain't even put white cheddar. You putting craps in. Nah, 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 Mar, get in the tub. I had to throw my mom in the tub over some grits. And the biscuits. Oh, my, the biscuits? Nigga, the bit Oh, shit. Man. I'll tell y'all, just literally, I got high every day and went to eat. It was a fucking vibe. Um, we uh went to the hibachi spot to eat for my birthday yesterday. Uh, that was cool. And, uh, you know, we just real family. I saw my grandma. I was so happy to see her. She's doing good. You know, she want to come back to New York. She don't like being down south. My grandma, she's a city girl. She ain't with that slow shit, man. I came in the house. She sleep middle of the day. Yeah, I'm just in here sleeping. Ain't nothing else to do. I'm like, grandma, you ain't got to. A- <laughs> Why you? <laughs> my grandma be throwing subs. Yeah, ain't nothing else to do around here. But like, oh, you, you know, we can hear you. I don't care but shit. All right, grandma. <laughs> But, yeah, man, um, it was cool to see my aunts, my little cousins. Uh, you know, had a good time, man. Uh, so, that was basically a recap of my uh, birthday weekend. Got a lot of good pictures, too. My Instagram has been lit the <laughs> last few days. I hold you. Nigga hit like 500 likes out of nowhere. I guess niggas knew my birthday was coming. We're gonna do a heat check, though. I'm gonna toast another picture like late in the week. If that would get up to the 500s, yeah, and my bag. Bag season fall is coming listen to all the niggas that like to get dressed in summer not really for you I feel you it's hot all that flash shit is like out the window Nigga just wanna be comfortable and you know what's crazy I used to always say if a nigga can't dress in the summer he can't dress but that's wrong if a nigga can't dress in the fall in the winter bozo tub work that's when you and your nigga you supposed to have at least four coats just to fuck niggas up on a humble random Wednesday bust out a little Sherlin where the fuck he get that Chill. I got wild coats, Duke. I got wild coats. Winter time, your feet, you know, your feet's just got to be, like, clean. You know what I'm saying? Winter time, get, we get snow and shit. So when it's snowing, you ain't breaking break. out no heat crazy if it's nasty outside. Summertime when your sneaker game got to be proper. Summertime, your sneaker game got to be crazy. Sneakers, you you wear sneakers all year. So I don't want to hear nothing about, no, oh, no, nah, it's too hot. I just want to wear slides. You're a bum. You're a bum. If you've been wearing slides all summer with socks, from A to B, on a train and bus, you're a goddamn bum. That shit is disgusting. And you have, uh, like, you need to go get your feet checked. You got a fungus growing on you, boy. Y'all little niggas is nasty, bro. Y'all just got to finish hooping. Nigga, you 16. Ain't shit wrong with your feet. All this technology niggas is putting in these sneakers. And y'all want to wear slides after the game? Nah, that's not even, like, the ball player swag has turned to trash. Anybody notice that? Ball player swag used to be a little tournament shirt, some fire shorts, and you got your sneakers loose. Nigga ain't not no flip-flops, nigga, with the socks on. No, 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 no. You bust open your ball kicks all the way loose, and you just walk around like that. Nah, nah, I ain't, I ain't playing yet, so I keep my kicks loose. You feel me? All that slide shit, that's, that's young boy. And now basketball players have a look. Like, I mean, after, I guess things, basketball players always had a look, but now the look is like big nappy afro tape-up tattoos. That's the look. That's the look for all ball players. If you look at a nigga like that, he play basketball. You play ball, bro? Yeah, how you know? Cause you got that stupid fucking afro. Every little nigga got. I hate that shit. Do something with it, man. Y'all niggas gotta dread it or braid it or cut it. Niggas don't want waves no more. Nasty shit. Ah, uh, I sound like an old nigga, man. I am. I'm 33 now, bro. Like you. <laughs> 33 is a real age, my nigga. Like, I don't look my age. People always tell me that. You don't look your age. I don't, I don't know how to feel about that. So I look like a little nigga, or y'all niggas just saying I look great for my age. I don't understand. Like, don't we? Is there a loss of respect my youthful look? You niggas thinking me different? Like I'm some young nigga with old nigga knowledge because I look younger than I am? Nah, I don't know. I don't care. Thirty three, man. So that's a, that's an accomplishment, especially where I'm from. So never had did no stint in jail. You know what I'm saying? I never been in the gang in my life. And I grew up in like the gang era. I don't know if gangs is crazy like they used to be. I'm not in the loop no more. I don't I'm not outside. But um I don't be seeing 60 niggas just walking deep with flags on like I used to just back in the day. Like, niggas used to be scared of them niggas. Like if junior high nigga had beads on and the flag, you're like, oh shit. This nigga's a gang banger. <laughs> and I guess like now, like niggas gangbang on the low because it's like if you walk around with flags and beads on the police pretty much have every reason to fuck with you because you're not out here trying to be cool. you out here flamed up. You want niggas to know, I'm yeah, I'm crip, I'm blood. Yeah, what up, nigga? Who want to fight? I'll shoot you right now. You want, you're bringing negative attention with your dressing, bro. Like, I,
2: don't, I don't know. Um, I don't know when that, that kind of just died out
0: because it was super obvious. Like, if you got a fucking flag in your back pocket, you're a gangbanger. So you want that. Like you basically saying, yeah, if you not in my gang, fight me. You saying that, without saying it. So I was ever like, I never wanted to do that. Like whatever nigga jumped me. Cause I got a flag. Here. I didn't even say nothing to him. He just seen the red flag. Oh, this is blood. Fuck him. That's what y'all fighting for. <laughs> I don't want to fight for that, bro. No, but, um, yeah, man, I mean, I, I came a long way, man. I, I think I do doing, doing all right for myself, you know? Still don't got no kids, but still the most wanted baby father. Don't ever get it fucked up.
1: Are you done?
0: Okay. Um, I'm basically freestyling today, as y'all could probably hear. It's just me. I don't have any real
2: topics, per se. Um, I don't have any, like, well,
0: let me see what, what the word I'm looking for. I don't have any structure to today's show. Today we freeballing.
2: Um, I'm going to basically try something new, which is um scroll my Instagram and talk about it and see how y'all feel as we scroll, so we're gonna uh talk about a bunch of different shit, so um, you know, let's see. let's go to uh let's see what academics got going
0: on. What's going on? oh yeah, sweetie got busting a lip with a phone. That was kind of interesting. Oh, my nigga. Hold on, man.
2: I don't even know how I started my show. like, Without even... Damn. I'm so sorry. Hold on, man. We had a, uh, we had a loss this weekend, y'all.
0: We had a loss. And also, rest in peace, Mr. Rita Franklin. I didn't say that last
2: week. My apologies. Um, You know. But yeah, let's have a moment, y'all, if we can.
0: This week on Power, we, we lost Canaan, y'all. I don't think that was Kanan Lane on that journey. Always I don't know who that fat nigga was, but if it was Kanan, damn. But it was. Because I watched the end of the show. And the writer, she killed She was like, Yeah, we killed off carrying Kanan. I'm like, Damn, this nigga gone. Because when they fake kill Lobos, they didn't talk about him dying, they just said stabbed. Oh, we lost Kanan. 50. Hit the strap. Are you done? Oh, damn, Tariq, you little son of a bitch. We lost Kanan on power, y'all. You know, I just want to say, Power, it's a shame that it took you this many goddamn weeks to have a fire episode. What the fuck were you waiting for? Why they took so long to set that up? Jesus Christ, man. Oh, man. So now,
2: now, they put putting the murder of Raina on Kanan.
0: I, I mean, hey, listen, man. Tasha set that up pretty good. I'm not going to hold you. She finally did something right. Her wig still fucked up. We're going to pray for Tasha wig, But uh, she set that whole shit up. She put that gun in the car. She called in that missing child, and Tariq played his part. And uh, he could have killed Tariq if he wanted him to. He looked at him like, you little motherfucker. But All right, you got me. You got me. And he died, bro. Tried to drive away in a cop car, and, Passed out. I guess he bled to death. I don't know. Shit was sad, bro. C-50 get just die like that. Oh, man. Yeah. But, hey. Kenny was supposed to die from season two
2: and he got burnt up in that goddamn fire. But it didn't happen, so. Whatever. Um. Now, um. Oh, wow. Um. Nikki's been
0: chilling. She's been quiet. I think her two weeks is over. I think it's over now. She can get out the way and shut up. Thank you, God. Um, Nothing she's saying at this point. We don't don't care no more, bitch. Fuck you. You're dead.
1: Are you done?
0: You're done out here, bitch. You're finished. Done. Done. I've been called it. I told y'all Nikki was drowning, right? I told y'all Nikki was drowning. For months. You doubted me. She will never drown. He's the queen. The queen is fucking at the bottom of the fucking ocean with, with 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 rocks tied around her ankles. She is stuck. She's finished. Done. Sorry, Nikki. It's over. You know? But, um, yeah, outside of that, yeah, ain't much of shit going on in the social media world,
2: as far as I know. Let's, let's see, uh, Let's go to shade room. They might have some gossip. Ooh. You got your back, Bernice. Oh, what the fuck? I don't care about that. Oh, California became
0: the first state to eliminate the cash bail system. Today, California became the first state to officially eliminate cash bail. Under new law signed by Governor Jerry Brown, suspects away the trial will be able to leave jail without having to post bail. The new system, which will go into effect October first, two thousand nineteen, will leave pretrial release decisions up to local judges. This comes after many complaints that the law unfairly incarcerates poor people who are often left behind bars because they can't afford to pay bail. Today, California reforms its bail system to, so that rich and poor alike are treated fairly, Brown said in a statement according to the Wall Street Journal. California has historically had some of the highest read arrests boom boom boom. But that's dope. So in California, nigga, you get booked. You ain't got to worry about bail. you go going home. You're going home. You're going to go home. You just got to come back to court. Don't run. Then you, <laughs> if you run, you blue child, nigga, don't. Yeah. And then you got a warrant for you. And it's a manhunt. You don't want that. And if you go going to run, I hope you're Mexican. Get out the country, bro. Go to Tijuana. Do what you
2: got to do. Word. But um, that's good news. That's great news. Um in other news. I don't think ain't much of
0: shit going on, man. I've been watching Love and Hip Hop recently. And um Love and Hip Hop Hollywood.
2: And I, I um What what the fuck is going on, man? Why do I continue to watch this shit? It's to the point now where
0: it's not entertaining anymore. It's just insulting. And it's insulting that people continue to sign up to do this shit. But it's starting to look different because remember when Love & Hip Hop used to have people you knew? Now they got niggas you ain't never heard of. Some nigga named Rockstar. I don't give a fuck what you produce, Duke. Who, who, your personality is trash. I don't need to see this nigga on my TV every week. They you got this, this this stripper bitch, Apple something. With, uh, get it out of here. You got this dude and this girl going through it. She said his dreads and his jewelry. Fi-
1: oh my I'm marching through your head you see it. Straight up.
0: Ooh. Ooh. She told it. Oh, my thing. It's a knife. Yeah. So disrespectful. She told this thing. All your jury fake. So disrespectful. Your dreads fake. So disrespectful. <laughs> She said, so if my jury fake, all the jewelry I bought you is fake.
1: So disrespectful.
0: She said, is the ring real? So disrespectful. Nigga said, nah. Is the relationship real? Is the lover? Nigga said, nope. So
1: disrespectful.
0: Oh, man. There was a lot of nonsense going on on Love Hip Hop. I'll tell you one thing, though. These black shows gotta do better. We gotta do better, bro. We need a good black show. I heard of, um, Blackish. I'm not a, I love Tracy Ellis Ross. I find that show extremely corny. I know what they were trying to do and I know what they're doing, but it's very corny. It's corny. I mean, I, I, I love how Lawrence Fishburne is in it. And, you know, you got Anthony Anderson, you got this black cast. It's just corny to me. I don't like Tracy Ellis' role in that show. A mom. She doesn't have kids. What the hell is she? How can she act like a mom? I don't want to see... I, I, I miss Joan. We need shows like that, girlfriend. Remember Girlfriends? Sorry for the Jeezy. Girlfriends. Fucking the, the Parkers. Moesha. Sister, Sister. Steve Harvey Show. The Wayans Brothers. Fucking Martin. What happened to all that? We don't have no black shows like this no more. They canceled the Carmichael Show. That was bullshit. That's the Black Seinfeld. Get that man another show. Damn! Jamie Foxx show. I'm not done, nigga. Hanging with Mr. Cooper. The fuck are you talking about? Black show, living single. it could. the only queen we acknowledge is fucking Latifa. Only queen we acknowledge is Latifah. The fuck are you stupid, bitch? Are you done? Word. Odell Beckham got his bag. Salute Odell. Oh, it's lit now. Sign with the Giants, five more years, bro.
2: Salute, 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 salute. Word up. Um. Hmm. I don't have really much of nothing else to talk about as far as uh, you know,
0: celebrity shit or nothing like that, whatever. But uh, we gonna talk some real shit. Oh yeah, Kay Michelle got a butt took out. That was a big moment for her, apparently.
2: But whatever. I don't want really to give a fuck about Kim Michelle's butt. Um, yeah, but um, let me talk about some shit real quick, man. We, I gave you twenty minutes of fuckery. Now we can give you some, uh, some real shit. Um. Whoa. Um today's topic having been on my mind lately uh people um I want people to um understand that you have to sometimes take risks in life. you have to
0: I feel like a lot of people are with
2: stopping themselves from reaching their own potential because of fear. And that's normal, but it's not okay. You should be able to overcome something so small. Because it is small in
0: retrospect. When you look back at it, it's like, why did I have to wait so long? And I feel like experience is life's best teacher. You can't play it safe all the time. You got to take a risk.
2: For example, right? I was talking earlier today and me and this young lady had an issue where we were getting close to each other. She felt
0: we were getting too close. Like it was we, it's getting too serious. So she fell back and that's fine. You know? And I told her like, you know, I know you are afraid to try and you saying things won't work without trying them. We got somewhere to that point And I said, you can't, say things like that you can't talk negative before you even try like how do you know something's not going to work if you don't try that's like buying a pack of batteries and throwing them away because you just don't think they work you don't even open the batteries so now when you see somebody else using those batteries and you're like damn I had you, Yeah, try. if you would have tried it open the batteries try that shit it was a, it was a weird metaphor but it made sense when, it, when I said it so I bring it to the goddamn show whatever but that makes sense to you it makes sense to me. How do you know it's not going to work if you didn't even try? You got to try. Imagine if LeBron James never tried to play basketball. Imagine if Michael, Jack- Michael Jackson never tried to dance. Imagine if they doubted themselves so much that they held themselves back from that. Imagine if LeBron held himself back from himself. He would be no LeBron. You got to take that chance and say, you know what? I want to be a basketball player. You got to take the chance. I want to be the best dancer in the world. I want to be, be a superstar. I wanna, if you want to be with somebody, then fucking be with them then. The worst that can happen is it doesn't work, and that's okay. Things don't always work. I don't understand why. What are people waiting for? Are you waiting for perfect? You mean to tell me when you first learned how to walk, you never fell? You didn't, learn, you didn't fall off a bike when you learned how to ride it? Everything just went right away, just smooth. Life is not like that. Life has many lessons in, the, in your upbringing that you have to take with you will throughout the rest of your life. Most of them are metaphors for what they truly mean but they are facts. When you're a kid and you learn how to ride a bike when you first learn how to ride a bike you don't know how to do anything. When you're a baby you try to know how to walk. You don't know how to walk. You're just doing it because I, man everybody's doing this. I want to do it. You're trying to stand up. You want to walk now. You don't want nobody to pick you up no more. No, I want to walk. This is fire. I've been crawling for two months. I want to walk. You master walking. Now you're running. Now you're jumping. Now you're running and jumping. Now you're doing things. All of these things are processes. If the world worked how you wanted to, you would be one years old with a million dollars and all the knowledge in the world. But that is not life. You have to grow to these points. That's what I'm basically trying to tell you. You have to grow to these points. You can't not take risks for fear of failing. Failure to try is failure. You gotta try shit. And if it don't work, then it don't work. That's how... Trying shit has invented everything. You think fucking peanut butter just was made? The nigga was trying to do shit and made peanut butter. You know what? You can eat that. Put that on a piece of bread. You can eat that. Peanut butter wasn't just found in some fucking cave. Nigga, no. Nigga found John, John... Carver, nigga, Carver, the black man, found peanuts. He got peanuts, and he started making all kinds of shit. Peanut oil, peanut butter, peanut butter crunch. All (laughs) He started making shit with peanuts, nigga. Now we got all kinds of shit, peanut punch, and and, and all kinds of things, man. Peanut oil, said that already, but it don't matter. How do you think they got the recipe to McDonald's french fries? Like the nigga just woke up and said, cut these potatoes, put that salt, put them in the grease, serve them. No, the fries taste the same every time. Nigga, that took, they had to try shit. Come on. And some of the greatest things in the world come from trying. Relationships, you get to that point. If relationships were supposed to work, you would never, ever have an ex. And everybody has an ex. Everybody. Your first relationship didn't work. It's very rare. How many people you know that was with the same motherfucker their whole life? Never had another person. How many people, you know, like that? Very few. Everybody else. Yeah. My ex, this my ex that I got kids, my baby father, baby mother. We go through things. We all growing. And you got to grow with people sometimes. I'm open to it. I'm open to like relationships and things like that, but I'm not going to be doing it. If the person I'm doing with is half hearted or is having apprehension of any kind, I don't need fear. I don't want to date fear. I want you to be present. I want you to be confident. And I want you to be invested. I don't want halfway in, halfway out. Ah, i want to do this, but I can't if I do that. It's too much. No, it's too much. It's too much. Move back, move back, move back. Come on, bro. <laughs> I'm all in. I'm all in. Just roll with me here. Be, be, be there with me. Let's get on the same page so we can start turning these motherfuckers. Okay, let's go. You're on the same page.
2: Now we can move on to the next page. Together. Can't read this book alone, not all of it, but um, yeah. I want people to understand
0: that goes in business too, in life, like anything you want to do with yourself. I feel like society has made the world so structured, and right now we're at a war of people being between tradition and people being within the times. The people that are in the times are trying to do entrepreneurship and self employment, a hundred percent. The people that are in into tradition, you got to like raise a certain way in a certain culture. They're taught to work, 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 work until you can't anymore. And then you retire, you die. And in between that, you just work. And that's your whole life is going to work. And if that's the kind of life you want, cool. Some people don't like working for other people and that's okay. Some people like working for other people and actually have to because they don't have the the heart to do it on their own. They don't have the, 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 the mindset of boss. They have the workers' mentality. Where, like, a man can tell you, you're late. Why are you late? I, I'm, I, I can't do that. I can't. Me, I can't have a man, yo, why are you late? Why am I late? I'm 33 years old, my nigga. Why am I late? Who the fuck are you? Were you late? I, see, right there. Smoke, I got a slick mouth. I'm easily triggered. I can't be, I don't like shit. Like, I don't like being told what to do. I'm gonna keep it real with you. I hate that shit. I hate being told what to do and then you have to do it or there's consequence. That feels like childhood. Mop this floor before I whoop your ass. Damn. And you know, you a kid, you can't do that. But now as an adult, it's like, nigga, fuck that. I'm not mop. No. (laughs) What are you gonna do? Fire me? Fuck you. That's how I am. I I know some people like, nah, man, I got kids. I gotta do what I gotta do. And listen, that's all good. I ain't hating nobody how they get their money. I'm not knocking nobody hustle or nothing like that. Do what you got to do for you. But I also want everybody to try to have something on the side. Anything you good at, try to get paid for it in some way. Like, you can't just be out here with wasted talent. That's, that's bad, bro. I would hate to have ideas and never see them come to light because I was scared. Not because you couldn't. It's because you told yourself you couldn't. It's like, if, it, if somebody ever say, why didn't you do this? And your answer is, I don't know. You should be slapped. You should be. You don't know. You don't know why you didn't do what something you wanted to do all your life. I don't know. I just never had the opportunity. Who, who says? Oh, you know, it's just busy. you got excuses, bro. But there's a will. There's a way. If you really want something, you go find a way to get that. Trust me. Trust me. There's homeless people that have been homeless for 30, 40 years. They got to eat every day. They go find a way to eat. They go find a way. They ain't going to die. You know, I, I, <laughs> they go live. And they go live their life and they go make it work however they can. This is what I have. I'm living and I'm happy. I'm not might not be the healthiest. I might smell terrible, but I have life and I'm grateful. Yeah, it's hot out here, but what I'm alive. I'm free. Do you understand? Like sometimes I envy homeless people because they don't have no knowledge of anything going on in the world. Unless they read like the newspaper, and the newspaper only give you half of the news. They don't have TV, they don't have bills, they don't have responsibilities. They just there. Now, granted, that chick comes with disgusting body odor and being a, a bum for the most part, but that mental freedom, all those worldly stresses don't matter. Well, how you look doesn't matter. What you're wearing doesn't matter. What you eat doesn't matter. We you don't have nowhere to go. Like, just that freedom. I envy that freedom, but I'd rather have that freedom on the success side where you could just really chill and just be rich as fuck. And I'm just doing whatever the fuck I want. Like, I try to do that at times, like, even as I'm broke. I'm like, you know what? Today, I'm going to do what I want to do. And I just go do that for the whole day. I don't give a fuck with but I don't care about my DMs. I don't care about my texts. I don't care about work. I don't care about nothing. This is my day. I'm going to do whatever I want to do today. Nobody's going to bother me today. I've had those days often. I think everybody should have days like that. And if you have a family and you got kids and everything like that, Try to coordinate that with your significant other. Try to like get a babysitter for the, like to, just to have that day where the day is all about nobody's bothering me today. No. Today is all me. I'm doing whatever the fuck I want to do. If I want to go to Red Lobster and get chicken biscuits and a juice. Then I'm going to do that. If I want to go shopping, spend a bunch of money on shit I don't even need but it make me feel good. I'm going to do that. If I want to go get a massage or something, I'm going to go get my nails done. I'm going to go get a haircut. I'm going to get some kicks. I want to go do hookah. Whatever the fuck you want to do. One day a month. Try to do that for yourself. One day. Just do whatever you want. I'm going to do this is my day. Plan it. Schedule that shit every month. Just give yourself, you know what? The 13th coming up. That's my day right there. The 13th. I'm off that day. I'm going to go get these kids situated and I'm out and I'm not being bothered with nobody. Don't even include people into that day. That day is all you. After your day is done and you want to go and do something, you can do that too and include people. But take that time for just you. You and your music. If you go in the car, keep your music going. If you want to train, keep your music, have your music, headphones, get your AirPods, your Beats, whatever you have. And just you and that music and them headphones and y'all just out and y'all just do it yourself. People are very incapable of doing that. But it's, once you do it, it's so liberating. There's so much fun. And it's so, like, refreshing to just have that time to just do you. For real. Like, you don't think about shit. You do whatever you want today. Just for that day. Just for that day. It's like a mini vacation in your mind. takes a little imagination. I know people have very serious issues. But that could help. Just a day to just do nothing. But get out the house. Don't stay in the house. That's trash. You got to go outside. I know it's hot this week. Maybe when it cooled down. Kids back in school, maybe at the, at the labor day. Try to schedule yourself. These little fall days, those are good. You just go to the park and drink a fucking coffee. Feed the squirrels or something. Some shit you only see in movies. Do shit like that. Do different shit. Um, I seen, um, I was watching a tea Mom reunion last night. And Dr. Drew says something very, very uh, interesting that I've been telling people for a long time that I, I had to deal with. There's a guy on tea Mom too named Javi. He's uh, a chaos baby mother, baby father, and he was dating one of the other girls on the show this year. But well, anyway, regardless of that, I don't know if y'all watch it. If y'all do, cool. If y'all don't, y'all bugging. Um, he's a. He said the doctor Drew said you're a serial dater. You can't be alone. He said, "Oh yeah, you know I'm just doing my thing." He said, "No no no, I don't mean like having different women. I mean being in back to back relationships. You don't know how to just be by yourself, do you?" And he was like, "Damn, he never thought about it like that." He's like. I mean, how old are you? He said, I'm 26. You're 26, and you've never been alone. Interesting. You need to learn how to be by yourself for a little while. And he was like, Well, I'm engaged. I mean, I'm with somebody right now. We're engaged to be married. Boom, boom, boom. He got a kid on the way with a whole other woman super fast. So we just started dating her.
2: But what that stood out to me with Dr. Drew is like, again, people, you need to learn how to be alone. I feel like people are um, too clingy attention at times and that's very dangerous to be that way
0: because uh, you got to know how to handle yourself when it's just you what do you do are you going to do something stupid like some people some people do negative things because they don't know nothing better like oh you know what I'm going to find me another woman ah oh, man really <laughs> why my wife always at work
2: so you're going to cheat on her damn that's how some people cope. They can't be alone. They don't know how. Or some people just are. um,
0: they run from their own demons, and it's only so far you could run when you got to lay down in bed at night with your own mind to sleep. So you can run from them all day long, but when you hit that bed and that head hit that pillow, you got to face them demons, man. Best thing to do is to work them shits out
2: and let it go. Let it go. Um... What else is going on? I wanted to talk about some other shit, too. I am writing my book. Um, now I'm writing
0: two books now. I'm writing the book, the male and female relationship book. And I'm writing a book about my life. I want to uh, start to get that one going. But the book, ha- the book about my life has to come after the first book, the initial relationship book. And it's not like a guide to men or a guide to women. It's basically a mirror reflection of the dating game and how to survive it. So I'm basically giving you like a survival guide of dating in the new, new generation. How do you approach somebody? Who are you? What, what, who should you be approaching or what, what, who, what do you need for your type? And I'm breaking it down to a science. I basically now, I remember last week I was saying how I have the woman's theories now, because i had mean, have the Charles versus Tyrell and then there's a the Chuck. So now I have the women. I have Brenda, uh, Chelsea or Akeisha. Now, Brenda is a male Charles. Got all her stuff together. Nice girl. Would do anything for her man. Nothing is off limits. She's, she's just a great girl. Super nice. Friendly. Everything about her is wife material. But for some reason niggas just play with her. Because she's too nice. She's too ready. You know? And then there's the hybrid of her. Which is a Chelsea. Now Chelsea is emotionally distraught. But. She also is a nice girl, but she also has smartened up. She's not letting niggas use her no more like they used to. A nigga can't just get next to her that easy like she used to. She's not as nice as she was, just like a Chuck. Chuck is still a Charles deep down, but he ain't showing you that till you earn it. And the same thing goes for Chelsea. She's a Brenda, but deep down, you got to get, you got to really get to her now because Brenda got hurt. Chelsea's there now. Now now you got to deal with the, the, the new representative. She's woke up to certain things. She's seen enough. She knows some of the game. And then you have a Keisha. Keisha is a female Tyrell. Now, the only difference between Tyrell and Keisha is Keisha's a man eater. Keisha, like, she can give love, but she, she can. Yeah, no, she can take love, but she can't give it. She's a man eater. She basically will come around and make men feel like the world is everything. But she always have her, herself in mind. Nigga, yeah, I deal with you. I make you feel like a million dollars. You got to pay this rent. And she got money. Keisha's ain't no gold digging, bitches. They have jobs. But it's like now, nigga, you want to fuck with me? You got to earn. You got to pay for my time. I have enough of my time wasted. I've been through a lot of shit. Now, I don't fuck love. Can you handle these bills, nigga? No, you don't got no money? I don't want you. That's a Keisha. She's a man eater. She takes eats him up, shits him out. And men love her because she makes them feel good. When you're in her good graces, she make you feel like a million dollars. She's a ride or die for you. She's supportive. She's there when you need her. But the minute you cross her, you're done. She don't have no extra chances with her. She's not being Chelsea or fucking Brenda no more as Chelsea. She'll go back. She'll go, she'll go back from fall for the same nigga. Brenda definitely going back. She just wants clarification of why things happen. She wants to know what's going on. She wants to learn. She's slow. She's kind of slow to the game. Chelsea's caught up with the game, but she got a soft spot for certain niggas. So she always reverts back to the old. Keisha, you can't do that with her. She's past that. Once you fuck up, you're done. She's a man eater. So that's my three types of women in the book. So there's Brenda's, there's Chelsea's, and then there's Keisha's. And on the man's side, we got Charles, Chuck, and Tyrell. Now, if you're going to say compatibility, you would think a Charles and a Brenda would be fine together because they're two nice people. Wrong. No. Charles like Keisha's. You know why Charles like Keisha's? Because Keisha's appreciate all that much shit that Charles do. Sending flowers, giving her money, taking on dates. Keisha loves shit like that. She goes for treatment totally. And if she will, fuck you if you're treating her right. But she'll never be with you. She won't commit to you because life won't let her. She's been hurt too much. Her wall is up. it take a real strong man to get through to her. And a Charles just will never get through to her. A Tyrell can never get to her. A Chuck maybe will work with her. So a Chuck and a Keisha is somewhat compatible. Brenda's compatible is not Charles, it's Tyrell. They love bad boys. Some good girls love bad boys. Bad boys love good girls. There's a certain level there of respect. Oh my God, he's so tough and rough. And then with him, it's like, damn, she's so smart, and educated. I like her. She makes me better. She teaches me things. That works. So now you have Chuck and Chelsea. But Chuck don't match with Chelsea neither. Chuck matched with Brenda because Ch- Brenda is what Chuck used to be. So that brings the Charles out of Chuck. If y'all if y'all
2: follow me, so <laughs> Brenda could get along with Tyrell and Chuck, but not Charles. Charles could get along with Keisha, but he can never
0: like wife her. It ain't gonna work. He got to be with a Chelsea. A Chelsea could be with a Chuck. She won't, or a Tyrell. She could be with a Tyrell or a Chuck. It's real, when I, once I write it all out, it'll. I'm going to have the little web in the diaphragm of what rolls with who and who goes with what, and why? And why? Why does a Tyrell want to fucking Brenda? Because Brenda usually got money, and Tyrell usually don't. Tyrell usually got a lot of shit in his life, and Brenda's usually very helpful very helpful girl, and she just wants to see the best for him, so... She'll help him any way she can. So that's the difference between them. That, that's the dynamic there. That you got the Chuck. You got Chuck and you got fucking Brenda. Brenda's super nice to Chuck. She's softening him up. He's like, damn, like, girl, it's usually me doing all this for a female. Now she's doing it for me. This shit feel good. I got to do it back. They get along because deep down they're the same. But Chuck still got his wall up because he don't want to be too fucking, um. he don't want to be hurt again. So he's still got a little bit of his tough shit up, even though she's she's weakening him. But once they get closer, they, they it's like inseparable. It's a great bond there with them two. And then you got Keisha and uh, Charles. Charles love Keisha. You know why he loves Keisha? Because he don't think he could get her. Charles love women they don't think they can get. A Chelsea he can get. A Brenda he can get, but he won't get along with her because they're the same. Sometimes that don't work. But he like Keisha because Keisha's a challenge. He got to stay on her. Keisha's popular. She known. He don't think he can get her. She fine. It's the finest I mean he ever seen. So he going to go all out for her. And Charles is already a mutt. So he doing the mutt shit for her. Only difference with Keisha. Keisha understands what a mutt is when she got him. She not going to shit on him. No. She going to make that nigga feel like a man. Do whatever he need. Hey, you know what? This nigga's nice. He doing things. I'm going to keep him around. Keisha will definitely keep a Charles around, but she won't be with him. She won't be with anybody. It drives Charles crazy that he can't catch her and he love her so much. But she don't love him. She just love what he do for her. See, that's the woman-eater shit. That's the level that women should never try to get to. Try to cut it out of Chelsea. Once you get to the woman-eater Keisha, it's very hard to find love. And I feel like a lot of women been through so much and so young <laughs> that they Keishas now and don't even realize that. You've you been a Keisha for 10 years. you 34. So from 24 to 34, you've been a Keisha. And you've been using niggas. And you've been getting by. And you've been just having niggas. And you've been cool with that for 10 years. Because you got hurt so young. You see, women, I always say all the time, five years advanced, and men of mind. A 15-year-old girl thinks she's 20. She's going to be grown. You know what I'm saying? So a woman at 24 is 29. She's almost 30. She feel like Mary J. Blige. She been hurt. She feel like she done been through it all. So now her mindset is on fuck niggas. If you can't do nothing for me, I don't want nothing to do with you. And that works for her because her aura changes. She's not the same girl. The niggas that used to get to her can't get to her no more. She getting treated so good by niggas she don't even like. And she's letting them because she, the niggas that she used to like shitted on her. So now she at the point, nah, not liking niggas no more. If you want me and you can do for me, I'm with you. Woman eater, man eater. Tyrell, he's not a woman eater, but he's a user. It's the kind of nigga that don't really have a job, but his girl got money, so he stay with her. Puts a baby in her, she's stupid for him. He, she can't shake this motherfucker. When she start getting leveling up, he start breaking her down. Oh, bitch, you gonna leave me? You gonna leave me because you got this to go to school and all this? Yeah, he trapped her with, with the physical. He trapped her with the child. Now he's trying to get her with the words and bring her down. But like I say, Brenda's going to be at Chelsea's. But they always got that soft spot for old Tyrell. And Tyrell can always come back because he got that soft spot. He got a child with her. And Tyrell do that shit on purpose. That's why he has many kids. I need women to hold me down. I'll be fucked up. He goes from woman to woman to woman to get what he can get. To keep himself afloat for other bitches. Call this baby mom. Yo, you got $50. Yeah. Cool. Call his other girl. Y'all need a hundred dollars. I'll get it back to you next week. All right. Now he got a buck fifty. He was broke. But that's what he do. That's how he move. He has to do that. He's a woman. He's a woman womanizer. This nigga's a ladies man. He know how to get what he need out of women. He know how to get women. He knows. Um. But yeah, all that's gonna be in the book. I hope I didn't lose y'all too much on that. Hopefully y'all been paying attention to the, the theories I have with the three different characteristics. Everybody falls into one of those brackets. Um, I would love to hear a from y'all if y'all feel like, ladies especially, if y'all feel like which one of those uh, you are. And don't say you're Keisha just because she sound like some boss bitch. Be real with yourself. If you're Chelsea or if you're Brenda, say that. That's all right. But there's nothing wrong with them. You just got to find the right person for you. But uh, them Brenda's let them Tyrells, man. Brenda, y'all need to get with a Chuck. Y'all need a Chuck. You need a Chuck. Charles ain't for you. You need a Chuck. Chuck, you need a Brenda, man. You need a nice girl, because them girls that's tough, only making you colder, because you feel like you got to be cold because of them, and them women you can't even handle, boy. You know what I'm saying Tyrell, he could pretty much handle any woman,
2: but Tyrell and Akeisha can work, but only if Tyrell got money. You see, because there's hood niggas with
0: money. Tyrell, the Tyrell I'm explaining though is on the you know he's just the ladies' man side. He don't really got no paper but he got bitches and he could get them. He don't got to be the flyest nigga. He know how to talk, but there are Tyrells that could work for Keisha. If she got some money, this Tyrell got money. He could work with Keisha. She could, he could take her right out the game. You know why? Because she want a man she respects. She want a man that she's an equal with and a man that's of her type. Tyrell was of her kind. The other niggas she uses, she can't really love them because they not, you know what she used to. She's not, they not of her caliber. She's a street bitch. These square niggas can't really understand when she want to talk in her hood shit. They don't understand. They don't know. Tyrell, he relates. They get along. They have things in common. That's the first way you melt a Keisha down. You got to be of her ilk. You got to be similar. I'm going to write all this in the book, man. I'm writing it. I'm telling y'all. It's going to be a good book. I just got to get everything formulated how I want to put it. I'm going to try to get with a, um, a writer and get things written out and put it in like exactly how I want it so it's a process man I'm, I'm getting things done when will the book be out I mean I'm still writing it so I don't know I might just do it on some independent shit and just type it up get it reviewed get it made digital and then get some, maybe some covers get some books printed maybe and just like sell them shits on Instagram or something I gotta hustle god it or if I could sell a million books on the arm on, on some, on some, just independent out here, I'll be on Oprah in no time, nigga. Crazy. The writer of the book, these bitches ain't shit. <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm <laughs> Imagine me, Oprah. Writer of the book, these bitches ain't shit. Mark Gooding. <laughs> How you doing, Oprah? What's up? Now, Mark, what made you write the book, "Bitches Ain't Shit"? Well, Oprah, um, that's a gag in the name. First of all, I love women. And secondly, they are not, not shit, all right? Um, it's the niggas that ain't shit. But I wanted the name of the book to make niggas look at it like, oh, what the fuck? Make them read it. Then when they read it, they're like, oh, that's just the name of the book. The book ain't No, I'm joking. I'm full of I'm high. So, <laughs> Excuse me for rambling. It's what niggas do. Now. You see my imagination? That could have been a, a Sopel skit. But no, I don't have a name for the book right now, but I do want to say that the book is going to help men and women understand each other better. It's going to help men understand different types. It's going to understand going to help women understand men more because it's from a man's perspective. Um, I would love to um kind of get the kid dynamic in that book some way. I'm not a parent, so I can't really explain that dynamic the proper way. So I probably won't have any info on my baby, mother, baby father uh, situations because I'm not, at that point in my life, I haven't experienced anything like that. So I can't really give, you know, knowledge I don't have. So I'm basically just going to be doing, talking about, um, shit everybody go through all the time. Y'all, y'all deal with this shit. The whole text game thing. Um, you know, the text, the text thing is real. It's real. It's, <laughs> it's really a game that people play. The, the, I'm not texting you twice because I responded last. There's real games out here. And I'm going to touch on some of those things. Not too crazy because we beyond, like, we already in the text generation where you don't really call nobody, man. Like, if you call somebody, you fuck with them. Especially if it's a FaceTime, like, that's why I used to always get in trouble when I was younger, like, with my ex. The phone would fucking ring, and I'm like, nobody, why would this bitch call me, bro? <laughs> why are you calling? Just send a text. One buzz, I could suck sl- I could slide. You get the one, zzz. But when you laid up in that, who that? I don't fucking know. I'm not looking at the phone. I'm watching Food Never With You. Answer it. Who is that? Now you like sweating like, yo, what the, who the fuck is calling me and what name is popping on his phone? You look at it. Trev. Whew. Yo, what's good, bro? Yo, I'm laid up right now, bro. I'm a wife. You heard? I'm going to call you back. All right. All right. See, my man, ain't nobody calling me, man. You bugging. That's one scenario. Now it's another scenario where it's actually a bitch caller. You got to hit decline quick. Nah, nah, I don't even know this number. This shit is crazy. I don't don't even know that number. Who is that? Call it back. Call it back. You don't know who it is? Call it back. Nah, nah, nah. I ain't doing this late. Yo, come on. Go to bed. Nah, nah. Call it back. I want to see what Give me the number. I'll call it. Yo. (laughs) Oh, man. Yeah, but nobody call nobody no more. Everything text now, man. Text, DMs, snap DMs. I know niggas that, you know what I hate if you got my number, don't fucking write me on Snap, my nigga. Are you fucking... Are you done? Text me, bro. Stop DMing me if you have my phone number. A nigga, be, yo, you check your DM? Nigga will text you to say you checked the DM. I'll read the DM, text him back. Yo, that's crazy. The nigga will DM me instead of texting me back. What the fuck is going on? I love having apps and shit. No, nigga, text me, man. You got my number. Why the fuck you hit me on Snapchat? Snapchat is fucking trash. I hate that shit. The message goes away. You forget what you was talking about. Text me, bro. God damn it.
2: Niggas is so fucking crazy, man. Um Yeah, what else? I said my birthday was yesterday. We were talking about that. I even
0: Um music wise, what is going on in music? Nothing, right? I don't think nothing
2: came out. Hold on. I'm texting right now. I said I gotta stop texting on the air and I'll do it anyway. But it's fine. Um I'm back taking sneakers again. I have uh, unretired from um I've unretired from doing shoes, so if you guys
0: need some sneakers done, holla. Taking everything, customs, all that. I'm back fully open. I said September, but fuck
1: it, you know.
0: End August. There ain't no point in waiting, fuck it. So if y'all need some shit done, hit me. DM me. Um, you know, all my niggas, if y'all got my numbers, y'all y'all, y'all,
2: y'all can hit me up. Tell me what it is. You'll come know, from there. Um. Damn. Um, um, I think I have I talked about weed before like my admiration for marijuana. I am now I'm not gonna be on no advocate shit, but maybe I am. Um weed is amazing.
0: And I don't say that because I use it all the time. I'm saying it because it's true. And I think I have said this conversation before, like if you got a job that you know, you can't do it, don't do it. But if you can smoke, smoke. But I'm um, and you know what? I did that already. I definitely
2: did. And I know the listeners are like, nah, nah, you did that already, bro. <laughs> um, I'm not gonna go that road. Um, I'm gonna go back in a day. I'm old. You know, we should do some old school shit.
0: Okay, let's uh let's go back. Let's go back. What's summer we going back in?
2: We go high school? Let's go like, let's go like summer 2001. Summer 2001. This is like 17 years ago. I was in 10th grade. I was
0: 16, 15 going on 16. Just had lost my virginity, thought I was a man. <laughs> um, 9-11 happened that year. The blueprint came out that year. Fab first album came out that year. Iverson played Kobe and Shaq in the finals that year. Iverson was MVP, and everybody had braids. Everybody wore academic sweatsuits and the Nietzsche sweatsuits, and Sean John and academic jeans with spaghetti suit pants. Field boots were popular beef and broccoli, chicken and broccoli, and cheese on cheese, mac and cheese, and shit like that. Nelly had Air Force Ones. That might have been 02, but. Two thousand one was a great year.
2: Now, to any young people that are listening, like damn, two thousand one, I was like four. Um,
0: <laughs> those were the good days because I think that was my generation might have been the maybe me and the the twenty eight year olds maybe was the last like wave of people to get that interaction era where like. If you wanted to do something, you had to go outside. Like we had the internet and on in one, but we didn't have social media. So like we think it's had the internet to like watch porn or print like just get it, the little small information. Google wasn't huge like it is now. like it didn't have every answer for everything in the world yet. We had AOL, ASL, AIDS, sex location. 19, the BX female. I was like, ah, oh, nah, this bitch in the Bronx. Dumb. ASL, ma. 17 BK. Female. Ooh. Pics? Then she hit you with the scan pick of her blowing a kiss? Oh, you nice. Can I get a picture of you? Nah, my scanner fucked up. Done. She left the chat.
2: Ah!
0: they Nig- who remember that shit? Niggas, don't remember that. Yo, that was wild. That was good days. But we used to go outside, bro. Niggas used to go outside, play ball. You know what I'm saying? Go outside, bitches outside, jumping rope. Niggas having fights, the icy man outside. I'm bringing y'all back to a time where you had friends. Like, I feel like people don't have friends anymore because the world has become so accessible that you could isolate yourself. So, like, you don't have to go outside to hear about what's going on in your neighborhood. You could just go on Instagram and you follow these niggas, see what's going on with them. Or you go on Facebook and follow what's going on in the hood. Niggas always having some little conversation and comments, telling on they self. You know I'm saying we didn't have that though, man. We was the imagine kids. Imagine a time where your phone rung, and you had to answer and say hello. Who is this? Because <laughs> your flip phone didn't have the little screen, so you didn't. It just rung. You didn't. <laughs> the flip phone used to have this little a little no screen in the front. You had to open the shit, see who it is, and then answer it. Yeah. Yeah, you can just turn your phone like, oh, nah. You had to flip that bitch open. Flip phones, no internet. You had to text with every button on the fucking phone. There's no keyboard. Nah, the phone battery lasts all goddamn day.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Word, there's no kids last three days. They get what the fuck phone oh, do never die. Word up.
0: So um. Yeah, I'm gonna tell you back to oh one summer oh one man, you know what I'm saying?
2: Like Chinese slippers was popping. Man, retros was coming out. You know what I'm saying? Black cement threes. Ah oh, man. Two
0: thousand one I think. man. That was a good summer, bro. The music. Let's see, let's go through some of the music from two thousand one. If I can bring back if I could bring back the sound of my era. You know what I'm saying? I'll bring back some of this sound. This is what music was sounding like in the parties. This was the, this was the, this was the song sound of the block.
2: That's that shit. Woo. Ooh.
0: Yeah, nigga.
1: Yeah,
0: niggas all in getting the dub. Hey. This is the sound of O-1, bro. Okay. Really this is after Nas beat hole really really and dropped really this. Yeah. Niggas like, nah, yeah. you can't. Do- <laughs> you can't be Jay and come out like this. And your bodyguard got a verse bigger than yours. You really yeah, yeah. Oh, hold on. Here we go. Yeah, can see? This is O-1 right here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So Outcast drop so stake on you, nigga. So oh man, this 3000 version is so fire. I might let it rock. So Ain't so no I think so 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 uh-huh. so, it's something outside. Uh huh. It's big boy so versus. The way Melton, Milton, Patty Melton, Patty Melton, Monte Carlos and El Dorado. So I'm waking up out of my slumber, feeling like, like Rollo. So follow, it's showtime, and it's follow. My the Kiki, Kiki Shepherd. With about a hoe and a leopard print, hot Teddy, Pendergrass, cooler than Freddie Jackson, sipping a milkshake no Woo! A a in the... 2001 was a good year, bro. Let's see, we got more. Though. Hold on. Boom, hit me up some of that thug. <laughs> yeah. This is summer 2001. We used to stay in the crib and watch Rap City, the basement, and watch 106 in Pop. And watch Cedar's World. Hits from the street. Y'all niggas wasn't outside, man. Take y'all back to a time when niggas went in the house to watch something on TV at the same fucking time. 106 came on 6 o'clock. Nigga, we out. Park done. And then we watch The Countdown, the same fucking song every goddamn day. Straight. This is where R. Kelly wasn't a fucking freak yet. We didn't know yet. We ain't know. This is before R. Kelly was a fucking nasty nigga. This is before R. Kelly was in the tub.
1: Rolling through the hood, just stop out and say what's up. And let you know Your baby boy Ain't doing so tough
0: Yeah and Even
1: though you've Passed going on For long years I'm Still waking up Late at night Crying tears
0: Oh yeah 2001 Y'all niggas Wasn't outside bro Y'all probably Don't even remember The years these songs Came I'm bringing y'all back If y'all my age Y'all know all These records right here I might put the Playlist on my In my bio or something It's 2 a.m Hey. We I mean, ain't got music so like this no more called, Y'all niggas ain't grown up on no say Isley say Brothers, enough, bro with the ball
1: hey. hey
0: Niggas wasn't outside When Ja Rule was that nigga You're This is my mom's song too Hey my mom's bought Ja Rule's album, my nigga. My mom's. Okay, nigga. Are you done? Ja Rule was poppin', boy. 50 Ru with him.
1: To everybody that be living it up, we see. Hey. He's a, what? Come on, baby, it's.
0: Yo, 30 years old and up You know we had the barbecue with this one It's a barbecue record now This is classic This the roller skating
1: ring. Yeah, nigga
0: And this nigga 6 9 talking shit about Luda He don't even know Boy, this nigga was the What, nigga? He this ludicrous? Six nine told Luda suck his dick. Do you know Ludacris made Cadillac grills? Nigga, what the fuck are you talking about? Six nine, I'll fuck you up. Uh,
1: Cadillac grill. For Luda, Cadillac nigga. Cadillac huh? Check out the oil, my Cadillac spills. Matter of fact, candy paint Cadillac kill. So check out the holes, my Cadillac fills. Twenty inch ride, twenty ah, inch ride. Ah.
0: Hold on to like my twenty inch ride. Twenty inch guys make twenty inch. And then look, niggas got in their bag. Or you had problems with your shorty, niggas has songs to go to to play on the voicemail. When you when your shorty dubbing your phone calls and you've been calling her all day because you talked to this stupid bitch Shonda up on, on 58th, now she tight because she see all the McDonald's on Utica. Oh, you had to... Nigga. You had to hit her with the voicemail like this. Listen, baby, I'm sorry. I don't give a fuck about her, man. She bought me a chicken I was so hungry after playing basketball And you know She came through with the proposition Like yo you wanna make chicken with cheese And I'm like Damn with cheese Like baby you know how I feel about cheese And I was right after playing ball baby. like I was so hungry And you wasn't home You know what I'm saying I was calling I was trying to pull up and make a sandwich But Baby I love you And I don't never wanna lose you we gotta fight, eh, please. Please answer the phone. I've been calling you all day. I know you see me calling. I know you hear my voicemail. You know this is our song. You had to hit it with it. You know this is our song. You know how you had your... We had our song back in the day. Y'all niggas don't have song with y'all bitches no more. The fuck y'all listen to now? Okay? other shit. Let me see. Oh, my. Our niggas, man. Come on, man. Y'all niggas only remember mystical boy. This one Pharrell was in his bag. You know the time matters, you know the Danger. Hey. Danger. Listen, mystical was that nigga boy. Get on the fly. Y'all don't even remember that.
1: Right
0: mhm. So Pharrell was just getting all the money.
1: Hey. Mm. from the minute I get off, man. Man. And them, and a shirt off am doing the gas through screaming and howling and got to come up with it put it together deliver make them feel it bitch i been off like pull me out the punch shot hey the student and plus but off probably think talking then dive like off from the
0: damn at the lyrical but you don't control out watch yourself hey
1: What is you yo.
0: got in your pocket i remember when you I think it was not outside boy <laughs> Listen, if you you listening to this shit, you like 21, 22, 23. I'm sorry if I lost you, but this is all old school now, old heads. Hey, they just don't know about 112. I heard they broke up too. That's terrible.
1: Hey,
0: ah. Uh, remember where bitches used to violate? <laughs> You a minute man, bitch. You ain't even have sex. What you talking about? You look like a minute man. All right, so let me let me smash. Can I? This nigga say, can I beat? (laughs) Yo, we really used to say some muck shit. Oh, yeah, Timberland. Mm hmm. What is music these days? I sound like an old head, but it's cool because we old now. We the old heads, though. In tight jeans, nigga. The fuck you mean? You gonna switch it. This was the Kanye breakout. This is Kanye's first big beat.
1: Y'all ain't even know Kanye.
0: Niggas ain't know who the fuck Kanye was And this came out, but he made the beat. This one, Jay, was like. This was that year Drake was top. Drake Jay Z was like a god, my nigga. Jay was Super Saiyan five this summer. Super Saiyan five, and I hated this song.
1: But I definitely wanted a jersey, Knicks jersey after seeing this video. Hope
0: had a free well on. I'm like, damn, I want a free well, bro. And I hate the Knicks. Everybody know I hate the Knicks, but I wanted that free well because Hope had a free
1: well. This
0: was me and my girlfriend. My, my, me and my first girlfriend, this is our first song. I think it's only when g one came out with the baby hairs. Think. Think if you was light-skinned and your sideburns ain't slick, fuck out of here, Duke. Man, this is me and Stacy Jam. I don't know if Stacy still follow me or what. I don't know, but girl, you was my first ever. And I thought I loved her boy. What? My mom's like, boy, you gotta chill the fuck out. <laughs> like, nah, Ma, I am really love low. That's my girl. Yeah, all right. <laughs> Come on, man. I think it's supposed to get no pussy, man. Ain't <laughs> supposed to get no sex with Jack Edge K, my boy. This is the song You Body, it really you got the prom. Right at the prom, you gotta. This is an r b song about not committing
1: <laughs>
0: listen, I promise I'm gonna stop Damn I'm not leaving you Everything gonna be good I'm not leaving Why are you, where are you going? I promise it's how they used to beg You on your bitch voicemail Right on her fucking Nokia
1: I promise Such a long time. This one, R. Kelly, was valid.
0: I feel like a DJ right now. I'm sorry if I'm killing y'all with this, but the old heads my age love this shit.
2: This was
0: 2001. Jay Z and R. Kelly did an album together. That's like Drake doing a fucking uh, album with who's the best R and B nigga right now? I don't fucking know Tory Lanez or something.
1: Yeah. Whoever closest, you've been warned. niggas don't get the picture the weapons way
0: backstage. my Fiesta. Oh, this is see. This has been Beyonce it was regular. It, see. Destiny's Childs fans, not Beyonce fans. I think some of them kind of fell off with the group and was like, nah, I don't like solo Beyonce. Some of them really like Kelly. <laughs> Yo,
2: 2001, bro.
0: Come on, man. Timberland? I'm bargain. This was summer 2001, bro. We was in the little teen parties, lit. Remember when this shit came out? <laughs> Dr. Dre and Mary. That was Cetra. You, you gonna leave Puff to go over there with, with Dre? That's crazy. This whack-ass beat. I hated this. <laughs> hated it, man. Hated it. See? This one's Ja Rule. Jaru was running things shit it was Ja X. over X 2001 howcats got a Grammy for this album yeah yeah this one right here goes out to all the babies damn 3000 never dropped a solo either stick to your stick to your fucking guns my nigga baby mamas mom. I'ma give y'all three more, <laughs> three more. This is the sound of 2001. If you listen to Hot 97, it was no Power 105 back then. Did you know that? It was only Hot 97 Angie Martinez was over there, and Amy was over there, and Clue was over there. Now,
2: this is the remix. Don't nobody want to hear Puff Rap.
0: Hey, oh, this was a big fucking shoot. Boy, I swear to God, next summer I'm having a barbecue. It's a 2001 theme. I'm I'm calling it right now. Next summer I'm having a 2001 theme barbecue. We only playing music from 01. Niggas, bring out your baggiest jersey, headband, durag, and fitted at the same time. Because that's what niggas was doing back then. Headband rag And a fitted With the 4X jersey With the 5X T under With the academic jeans White on white air forces Nigga What are you talking about?
1: Hold
0: oh, on Cause I know Oh they got almost all the heat Niggas don't even remember Eve Boy Eve got a Grammy Nicky ain't got that Hey Nikki. <laughs> Hi Nikki. I saw that trash performance at Lil Louisiana Fest. Yo,
1: drop your glasses. Gwen Stefani.
0: Where's she been? Rich as a motherfucker. Do y'all remember No Doubt? Yo, and this is just the hip hop that was out that year. I didn't even get into the reggae. I ain't get into the rock and roll, the pop. Britney Spears is in her bag. B2K.
1: Uh, all of that. This one strong should be labeled
0: as a hazard. Some of y'all hot psych, I'm gas- Yeah, man. That was summer too. That was 2000. I wanted to take y'all back. You know what I'm saying? But sometimes you gotta go back to it and look forward. I'm like, yo, we we had good lives, man. We had a good lives. We had good childhood. Look at the music. Like if we did a movie of our lives, what would it sound like? Would it sound like oh, one summer? Would it sound like uh, like the nineties? I'm saying? I was born in 85 so if I did a movie on my life where would it start would it start in 85 nah I don't remember that I would start my movie maybe from like 91 Biggie first came out Wu-Tang that was all but I started remembering like songs and I started knowing music ODB was my favorite, first favorite rapper Old Dirty Bastard that's a fact later on it became DMX, but ODB was my first favorite rapper bro like I was in third grade my nigga Shame on you when you stepped. That was my shit. So hip-hop would be a vital part of my movie if I ever made a movie about my life. It would start with ODB. Shimmy, shimmy, y'all. <laughs> Word up. Or Brooklyn Zoo. Because that song was so gangster to me. You know what I'm saying? You know what? We're going to close the show with that. I'm going to close the show with a song that I love.
2: <laughs> ODB. Not, I know not want everybody like shimmy, shimmy, because, you know. But nah. This is
0: ODB. This is my first favorite rapper. I hopefully hope they don't flag it, but I'ma play some songs in between. Alright. I
2: boss that
1: nigga ass right now. Ain't nobody just yeah. can't fuck. What? Nigga, you could never fuck me, my nigga. Don't fuck you up right now. What? 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 Fuck Bosh your you motherfucking dirty. ass, boy. I ain't no motherfucker joke. You know who you talk to. Old Dog, I was in third grade listening
0: to this word for word.
1: Right now. Yeah, what, what,
0: what? Alicia yeah. Keys sampled this one.
1: I'm the one man on me, hey. a son. Uh. I've never been tooken out. I keep MCs looking out. I drop signs like cross dropping babies. enough to make a nigga go crazy. In the G building, taking all types of medicines. Your ass thought you were better than a hey, son. I keep planets in orbit. While I be coming with deeper and more shit. Enough to make you break and shake your ass, rock and game. Rhyme good as the tasty cake makes. Just now, a in Niggas catching headaches. What? What? You need asthma. Rinse yeah. The pain You couldn't even kill. The might all. Fuck around, get sprayed with lysol. lysol in your face, like the a can, can of bass, baby. It's burning burnable fucking hell you're learning. How? I don't even like your motherfucking profile. Give me my fucking shit. That's what you No one knows. You forget. Niggas be quiet as cap. Now you know, know nothing. Before you, you knew a whole fucking lot. Your ass don't want to get shot. Oh. A lot of MCs came to my showdown. They watched me put your fucking ass no, down. down. As you can go, the nose without roll. doubt, i never been took it out but, but a nigga, nigga. who couldn't take up. Yeah, but a nigga who figure, yeah, by a nigga Who could yeah. figure? How the brother gun trigger us get the fuck out of here Nigga wanna get too close to the utmost, but I got stacked that'll jack, 80 whack host Introducing your fuck that nigga's name My hip hop drops on your head like Ray. Ray. And when they ran it pours up around hardcore That's why I give them more of the roar telling that I got more well, the spot MCs I'll be burning Burning Burn hot. hot Whoa ho, ho Let me like slow up with the flow if I move too quick, oh, you they just don't, don't know. know I'm homicidal when you enter into the target Nigga, get up, act like a pig. Try to hog, shit So i take your ass out quick The mic's like some hat in my nigga You can suck yeah. me. Dead. Yeah If you wanna yeah. step to my motherfucking breath. Bow, 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 <laughs> go to death You got shot cause you're knock, knock, knock Who's there? Another motherfucking hard rock Are pick. you done? Snackin on your back and cause raw's what you lack You wanna react? Bring, Bring it, it on, on back, back. Shame with you when you stepped up, the old dirty bastard. And yeah, this video is so hard. shame on you when you stepped up, the old dirty bastard. Brookland, suck, shame on you when you stepped up, the old dirty bastard. Brookland, shame on you when you through, too, the old dirty bastard. Brookland, so shame on you when you stepped up, to the old dirty so this bastard. This is ninety
0: five, bro. <laughs> 95, my nigga. I was nine years old. <laughs> like, this is had to be like third, fourth grade, my nigga. I used to love old Dirty. My favorite Wu-Tang member. My pops used to love Method Man. That was his I, I wasn't ever really a fan of Method Man until I got older. I was like, yo, Method Man was nice, nigga. <laughs> Method Man was ill. Like, this nigga was, what? I should have been listening to this nigga. But yeah, um... That's the show for this week, episode 65. Thanks, everybody, for listening. Everybody, again, thank you for the happy birthday wishes. I am available this week. If y'all trying to get a nigga drunk, um, if it's on you, I'm ready to go. Call me. Um, I'll see y'all next week, episode 66. We getting through the 60s, y'all. I told y'all, when I get to the 70s, I'm going to start playing 70s. music, like old school every episode. like We're in the 60s right now. I don't know nothing from the 60s. Se- nah. No know what? I ain't even going to do 70s either. But we get to 80s, we'll do that. Because I don't know shit from the 70s. I'm going to keep it hard with you. I might play some. No, I'm, I don't know. I'm going to look into it, though. It's a thought. Because I did like the little DJ set I did today. I took it to 01. That was fire. Um, if y'all like that, too. If y'all don't like it, please tell me. Because I will stop doing it. If it was cool, y'all almost like, oh, that shit was hard. Yeah, then, you know, I keep it going. Make a little theme of the show. But um, experimenting. I'm trying to t- give y'all different content. I'm trying not to do too much. Social media shit. I feel like I went on about Nikki a lot the last couple episodes. And I, I kind of had to because she was just like everywhere. But now it's kind of calm now. So it's safe. I'm back with good content. Uh, hopefully, y'all got the book breakdown with the, uh, the three different types, the Tyrells and the Charles and the Chucks and the Brenda's and the Chelsea's and the Keisha's. So um, listen back to this and, um, you know, figure out where y'all fit in. Also, DM me all y'all thoughts of this episode and any episode or whatever. Let me know. Um, thank y'all again and I'll see y'all next week